Hi, welcome to Meet Me at the Movies. I'm Noel T. Manning II. Uh, really happy to have as our guest today, uh, Rod Lurie. Rod, um, I have known about you for like two and a half decades because um, I am a member of what was once known as the Broadcast Film Critics Association. Right. And if I remember correctly, you were one of the like original board of director members? Oh, no, no, no. I was the founder. <laughs> I literally created that group that you're a part of right now. I miss it, by the way, a lot. A great deal. I was the president of the group. Yes, yes. Yeah. I, well, I, I actually still have the letter signed by you inviting me to be a part of that organization so many years ago. So, well, good to, good to finally see you. And I'm glad that you founded the organization because it's continuing and it's expanded, and so thank for you, thank you for your work in that. I really, really appreciate it. Well, um, Rod, you uh, you have got a, a vast background. You've got a military background. You've got uh, entertainment journalism background. You've got investigative journalism background, and there was a transition into film for you. And some of the films that you've uh, been a part of are, are, are pretty incredible, uh, including one of my favorite films of all time, Last Castle. One of my favorites of all time, and my son, my son is kind of a rising college student, film critic, and I introduced him to that, and he was just blown away. So uh, I'd love to hear your story about how you got into uh, into filmmaking, and uh, and but we're going to spend some time talking about the outpost. But I'd love to hear that story. Well, about I, I, I'll give you I'll give you the headline, Noel, and that is that when I was a film critic, I was pretty popular. Uh, I think I was entertaining, but I don't think I was that good. And, you know, I would read reviews of like written by people like Anthony Lane or uh, Manola Dargis or Kenny Turan or people like that. And I just realized that I, I just didn't cut it along with those guys. So I had to, so I started writing scripts and look, there's a certain amount of luck involved in getting a movie made and uh, too long to go into now. But um, I lucked into my first, uh, into my first film. And, um, and now, you know, the dominoes fell. I'm probably a little bit better at this than I was as a, as a film critic, although I had a great time as a film critic. It's a well, good job. Well, you know, I think life is about the opportunities, not just that come our way, but the opportunities we decide to actively participate in. Yeah. Uh, and it sounds like for so much of your life, you have been actively participating in those opportunities. Mm -hmm. You talk about the dominoes. The dominoes had to be set up for you to even take a chance at knocking one down. Right. Well, that is true. I mean, you know, look, I always wanted to be a filmmaker, um, you know, or I, I did ever since right before college. I went to college with the intent, I went to West Point, a military school with the intent of becoming a filmmaker, you know, because <laughs> I think, and, and I know that sounds bananas, but it, it's, it's really true, you know, that the, um, I, th I think you go to college not to study film, but to, but to study what you want to make movies about. And there's no better a school on earth for leadership and principle, which is what interests me, than West Point. In fact, I think it's the best school in the world, period. And, um, and you know, eventually I did my time. I, I served as an army officer, as I was required to. And, and then I got out and became a, a film journalist, because then I thought that being a film critic was the path to becoming a filmmaker. Little did I know it really wasn't done in this country at all. And in fact, I irritated so many people that it, it slowed my path down uh, quite a bit. Interesting. Uh, so when that first opportunity afforded itself, mm -hmm. what was that like for you? Because it's something you wanted to do and then all of a sudden it was here. 
Uh, how did that first film unfold for you? Well, I, I, I did a short film. There was a couple of movies that I almost got off the ground. And, and you know, they just fell apart at the last minute. I was going to do a movie with Eric Roberts and a movie with Kent Branagh and Ray Fiennes. And they, they, both, they, all, they both just fell apart. And, um, and so I decided to make a short film. I cobbled up about 10K. I went and made this little movie. It won a few film festivals. And then that gave me the opportunity to make an $800,000 film um, called Deterrence. And after that, that gave me the opportunity to make a slightly more expensive film called The Contender. Yeah. And that really set me off when Steven Spielberg bought the movie and gave me the movie you like, The Last Castle. Yes, yes. Uh, we see these themes, and you talk about that military background about uh, West Point and how that was preparing you for what you wanted to create movies about. And uh, we see that theme going through, through many of your films, there are connections. Uh, you've done TV, you've done, uh, you've done feature films, uh, and uh, the, the movie we're gonna spend some time talking about today uh, is just an amazing film. And, and you had this open letter about kind of the outpost that said, watch it in the darkest place you can on the biggest yeah. screen that you can with right. the best sound you have available. Yes. And I will echo that uh, for anyone who has not seen The Outpost. Uh, all of those things matter and can enhance the experience. Uh, what a fantastic film on so many different levels. Uh, one of my uh, fellow film critics and, and a, a partner that I work with and uh, on his uh, website uh, called Elements of Madness, um, he just released his review today. I just and, saw uh, that review. We were really, really, uh, really grateful for that. And I, I read, I read, tweeted that whoever that dude is, I like him. He's a yeah, good yeah, dude. yeah. Douglas Davidson uh, is, is amazing, yeah. and, and he he was so spot on with mm -hmm. so many aspects of of this film, and it was so immersive. Right. And you 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 feel yourself a part of it from the perspective of these soldiers. Yeah, so so Jay Tapper wrote a book, and it was released in uh, 2012, called The Outpost, and it's about uh, combat outpost heating in Afghanistan, which was placed in a terrible location, which is at the base of the Hindu Kush Mountains. And it was inevitable that one day, hundreds and hundreds of Taliban would descend on what had to be a much smaller force, given the size of the outpost. On October 3rd, 2009, 53 or 54, depending on who you're asking or how you're counting, American soldiers faced off against about 400 Taliban that descended down mountains with much, much greater firepower than we even had. And um, somehow, the, you know, the day was won. It was tragic because we did lose eight soldiers. It was the bloodiest day of the Afghanistan war. Two men received the Medal of Honor and the unit, uh, which is a Bravo Troop 361 cap, um, became the most decorated unit of the war. And that's what we try to capture in this movie. But we also try to capture the men uh, who fought in this battle. And um, their, their heroism is pretty unbelievable. I think you will agree. And um, a very important movie for me to make, um, Noel, because, you know, when I graduated from West Point, I graduated into the peacetime army. I never had to serve in combat. But many of my classmates have since, those guys who stayed in. And I, I did not fight by their side. And the least I can do is to honor them. Yeah, and, and, and that you did. My, my wife and I watched this movie together. And uh, it is 
full of emotion. It is full of humanity. Thank you. Uh, you really uh, did uh, find some incredible acting talent that were able to bring these uh, these real life heroes to life uh, yeah. on screen. And uh, and you also were able to utilize one of the actual soldiers. Yes. Uh, that was in this right your film. Talk yeah, about we that. Actually, there were. There are a few people in the movie that um, that actually served at a combat outpost Keating, but the guy that's most interesting to me is a, a dude named Daniel Rodriguez, who was the hero of the mortar pit, and um, uh, he played himself. He played himself, and he, by the way, he left outpost uh, Keating and became a football star at Clemson, and then uh, played a little bit with the Seattle Seahawks. So he's a multi-talented dude. Now he's a rapper. <laughs> he, but he's, it turns out he's an actor too. But it was really profound, though, because he had to recreate uh, the death of his best friend, Kevin Thompson, the first person to fall in this battle. And so that day when I shot that, that was a very, very, very emotional day for everybody. But Daniel was a cool cookie. He took us through the motions, and then he chose to fall apart later and, and on his own, which is what a good soldier does. Yeah, I do, do your job and worry about the emotional consequences later. Yeah. Um, you, you talk about what the, the difficulty sometimes of bringing stories like this to life. Yes. What were the greatest difficulties for you, especially bringing uh, real life to the screen in this way? Well, uh, there was a lot of pressure on all of us to, to get this, uh, particularly the battle, as correctly as, as we possibly could, given the constraints of, uh, of filmmaking. Because we became, I became very, very close to the Gold Star families and um, of the people who fell in that battle. And there was an obligation to them to get it right. They weren't looking to canonize their, their husbands or their, uh, their kids. Um, they were looking uh, for an accurate representation of what happened. They wanted people to understand, you know, what they went through. And... Um, and boy, I mean, we, God, I showed that, you know, you know, no, I showed this movie to the families. Wow. And uh, man, was that an emotional, brutal, brutal time uh, for Jay Tapper and I, but they, they really did seem to, uh, to appreciate it. And I think we've done right by uh, your loved ones. Yeah. I, 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 um, I can only imagine what that must have been like um, for you when you, uh, we're, we're putting all of this together uh, and looking at the story you wanted to tell. There's so much that you cannot tell. You, you have to, uh, you have to condense yes. these elements. So what are the things that, uh, were there things that you ended up having to leave on the cutting room floor? Oh, but, oh on the cutting room floor. Um, yeah, there were a couple of scenes that, that got excised, but um, the stuff that we had to keep out of the movie, because the book is hundreds and hundreds of pages long. And, uh, and, and covers the entire history of the outpost. And I wish that the attention that we gave to the battle, the men who fell in the battle, was the same attention that theoretically we could have given to other men who fell in that part of uh, Afghanistan before. I mean, it, it is regrettable that we, uh, that, that we could not do that. Really, it's, it, was, it was too bad. But uh, you know, a lot of good men and some women fell in that, um, in that part of the world. Yeah. Uh, you, this uh, talk about the battle itself. Um, wow. Talk about intensity and uh, trying to find a moment to catch your breath as a viewer. Mm -hmm. you, you can't. 
you cannot catch your breath. And you have, in, in a way, you have recreated something that has, I, I mentioned it earlier, it feel, feels immersive. Uh, and the audience feels that they're right there with them. How were you able to capture that? Because to, well, to, to do that well, that's, it was, that's a, that's a, that's, um, that, that's a real good question and a good exclamation point for our interview, I think, because, <laughs> um, or any point for the interview, because it, it's really the thing that I'm proudest of is that the way that we shot this film, we did it in, mostly in a series of what you call wonders, meaning that we didn't cut away. And so by keeping you in the battle, uh, from the point of view of just the soldiers and following the soldiers as they um, as they fight this battle, there was uh, no choice but to be fully immersive, and um, and I think that I think you will lose calories watching um, watching this battle. But I, I really I, I do want to stress that although this is about a very intense battle and, and some tragedy did did come out of it. The film ultimately is inspiring because it tells you what the American soldier is is capable of. The film is completely apolitical. You don't leave the movie knowing where the filmmakers stand politically. But the one thing we can all agree on is that the American soldier, male or female, are the best that we have in this country. Absolutely, and and they have been for so long. My uh, grandfather was a World War II veteran and fought in the Battle of the Bulge, was on the shores of Normandy. And, uh, you know, anytime wow. I see a war film, especially one told in this way, I feel a bit closer to my grandfather. And uh, I'm, 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 I'm really, I'm happy for that. I'm happy for that. No, I can see you're getting emotional and, and, and you ought to be. He was part of the greatest generation and uh, these bunch are a good bunch too. Yeah, and, and I appreciate you, uh, you allowing that to happen for me. Uh, well, I do want to give you a chance if you want to talk about any of your cast and crew that uh, that you want to share, because what an incredible... Well, I would say that it's by far the, the best crew, I think, that I've worked with on a collective level. Um, our uh, director of photography, Lorenzo Senatori, and uh, Sasha Proctor, his operator, are like absolute studs, and they got some just... Remarkable stuff done, you know, done in this film. I, Scott Eastwood, Orlando Bloom, Caleb uh, Landry Jones, Kwame Patterson, Jack Kessie, a ton of great actors in, in this film. And um, they were all in it. Yeah. You know, they yeah. Were, hearts were all in it. Yeah, and it, it was obvious. And uh, I, I think it's a film that uh, male, female, age um, doesn't matter uh, when you watch yeah. this film. Uh, you you feel you're part of history and engaging yourself in part of history. I don't uh, think I can add that more than that. Thank you very much. <laughs> Rod Lurie, our guest right here on Meet Me in the Movies. I really appreciate you. Uh, it is finally good to, to speak with you in person. You. I know we've communicated over the years, but, uh, but thanks for all you do for filmmaking. Thank you very much. You're Take a care. good man, Noel. Thank you. Cheers. Blessings.